0: Hey Pocket friends, this is episode 5 of the Mom Hole Podcast. What do you want? Welcome to the Mom Hole Podcast, where we talk about, you guessed it, how to escape the Mom Hole, that pesky place where survival mode and mom guilt like to linger. I'm Dr. Lindsay, clinical pharmacist turned life coach. From wellness to a little bit woo. We'll talk strategies to crawl out of the mom hole together. Welcome, welcome, pocket friends, to this new episode of the Mom Hole Podcast, all about what you want. So, today we're going to look at that seemingly simple question that actually turns out to be a lot more complicated than it looks on the surface. What do you want? And this was honestly a hard topic for me to even prepare to talk about. And that's because some days I feel like I'm tuned in. I know what I want. I know what's in alignment for me. And I desperately want to help you find that too. And then I feel capable of doing that. I feel capable of guiding you to find your own alignment and what you truly want. And then also helping you have the confidence to get it and to make it happen. And then, of course, like every other human, some days I'm right in the thick of it with you. I don't have all the answers or, I mean, really any answers. I lean into self-betrayal and people-pleasing, basically just choosing what others want to the detriment of myself. And after all, it sometimes takes a while to break a habit that you've had your entire life something like people-pleasing. So why is it so hard in the first place to figure out what we want and then to go after it? Why is it just so difficult? And for some people it's not, but for a lot of us it is. So for those of us for whom it is, let's, let's talk. Let's hash this all out. So a lot of times we think that we know what we want. We've been telling ourselves stories about it for literally ever, and that's because we know what we, quote, you can't see my air quotes, should want according to our upbringing, our conditioning, our family, our church, our school, our culture, all of those things coming together to tell us what we should want. And we think that that is how you figure it out. So then, by the time we get around to actually asking ourselves what we want, the response from our brain can just be like, uh, I literally have no idea. I just don't know. And it's not that we actually have no idea, we are just so inexperienced with tuning in to answer that question that we think we don't know and that's our brain's knee-jerk reaction to so many things is I don't know I, I don't know and we could probably do a whole podcast on that response and maybe we will at some point so um somebody do me a favor take a note of that um and we will talk all about I don't know so this kind of response happens with the big things in life and also Super small little daily things. Everything from our overarching career to what am I going to have for a snack? What do I want for a snack? We've been so conditioned to think that we want certain things even when we know that we don't, that we try to convince ourselves otherwise. If you start paying attention to it, you'll see it. I promise. It's mind-blowing. So here's one of the most pervasive ideas that I have seen as an example. We think that we want to be perceived as selfless. I mean, the word selfish is used as a pretty terrible insult sometimes. Oh, you're just being selfish. And this especially applies to those of us who are women. Because in our culture, In order for women to be perceived as successful, they have to be in masculine energy. Hard work, bootstraps, uh, logical arguments at all times. We will not show emotion, and that is how we succeed. Pantsuits. At least that's what I think of. This energy disconnects us from our knowing and our intuition. And that gut feeling that tells us what we want if we can just listen to it. And let's be frank here. Most religion doesn't help this either. I was taught that I could not trust my body, my evil desires, the flesh, if you will, to add air quotes again. So you can't see the sarcastic air quotes, but I promise you that they're happening So you can't trust your body. You can't trust the flesh. You can't trust any sort of desire. So what is one to do to reconnect to what they want? And more importantly, to bring forth their most authentic self as a result. So I have four steps that I've identified to knowing what you want. And we'll talk a little bit about each of them. The four steps are, number one, listen. Number two, acknowledge or admit. Number three, communicate. And number four, accept. Now that sounds very just lofty. It doesn't actually get into the nitty gritty of it, but I promise that we will. There might be more steps in this. They might be different from what works for you or what happens in your process. But this is just what I have noticed um, based on my own experience, the experience of my coaching clients. So that said, I reserve the right to add on or to change them in the future. And if you have a different experience, please tell me. Please let me know how this works for you because I would love to be able to add that in. Okay. So before we get started diving into each of the four steps, I'm going to add a couple of caveats in here, uh, two actually. And the first is that we don't make big decisions from a bad place physically or mentally. So deciding what you want, trying to figure out what you want, especially when it comes to big decisions. If you haven't slept in a month, If you have a newborn, if you recently had surgery and you're just not doing well, put off making any life-altering decisions, if at all possible, until you've recovered. And I would prefer if you just didn't ask how I know that. (laughs) But let's just say that things can look remarkably different after some good nights of sleep. Okay? So we're going to take care of ourselves before we really investigate what we want because the answer may look very very different based on how we're doing okay so the second caveat is that sometimes when you talk about what people want people will say well yeah but if I always did what I wanted to do I'd never stop drinking margaritas at the beach that's all I would do okay and that kind of seems like a valid response right but Is it really? Because first of all, that would eventually get old. That would eventually get boring. And it's really not getting to the root of the issue. And you all know I love a good root cause. Like, what's the thing behind the thing? And so I would ask you to ask yourself, why do you feel the need for a vacation in the first place? Like, why do you feel the need to be doing nothing at the beach? And what about your life would you be trying to escape through drinking? What would you be trying to take the edge off? And if you answer those questions, then you can find out really what you want. Because that's not really what you want to be drinking margaritas on the beach. Or maybe you do, but not indefinitely. And that's what's underneath that thing that you think you want. Okay, so let that settle for just a second. And then without further ado, let's talk about these four steps in a little bit more depth, shall we? So I mentioned that number one is listen. There are a lot of ways you can start tuning in to what you want, but they all come back to listening to your body. And so many of us spend so much time in our minds analyzing and thinking and overthinking and dissociating, sometimes even intentionally, from our bodies. So with some practice, you'll be able to tell immediately when something is a yes or a no in your body. And then from there, you can feel more nuanced guidance from your gut. And the simplest way that I've found to do this is to sit quietly for a moment. You can put your hand over your heart if you want. And this sometimes really sucks because stuff comes up that you've been trying to avoid. And when you just sit with what is there, it can be super uncomfortable. But by allowing feelings to be felt and acknowledged and to move through your body... That is super helpful for tuning in. And we talked a lot more about that in the What Are You Feeling episode. So go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. So beyond just sitting to listen at a random time, my other hack is to set alarms on your phone throughout the day that just remind you to check in with your body and ask, What am I feeling? And also, what do I need right now? Because once you're able to answer those questions, it becomes easier to answer the next logical question, which is, what do I want? And we have to address the needs question first. As much as many of us were trained to ignore our wants, many of us were also trained to ignore our needs. And I find that this is extremely helpful to tune into after a tiring work shift. When I get into my car after I'm done, I have a mantra that I go through that ends with the statement, the next thing I can do to take care of myself is fill in the blank. Now often the answer is to take a drink of water or close my eyes for a few breaths. After hours of not eating, not drinking, or taking any sort of break, or even using the bathroom, this simple moment of reconnection and asking my body what it needs makes me feel cared for, like I took care of myself. So sometimes it can be hard to identify what you want out of the blue. It might be helpful to give yourself specific options to choose from at first, like very black or white answers. Because our brains love having concrete, uh, non-shades-of-gray ways of looking at choices. And while that might not always be the most healthy way of looking at things, and that black and white, good or bad kind of thing, it can be helpful at first. So practice feeling what feels most in alignment, what feels most peaceful in your body and what feels most congruent with the person that you want to become. And on a practical level, just pay attention. Pay attention to how you feel around certain people, when you're doing certain things, when you're in certain places. Where do you feel more like yourself or the most like yourself? And finally, the last way to listen is to look at where you lurk. So I actually had no idea that I wanted to be a life coach until I realized that I'd spend hours listening to life coaching related podcasts while I was chopping Brussels sprouts or driving or folding laundry or you know whatever what, whatever podcast friendly activity I was doing. And so, all of a sudden, it dawned on me like. I'm really not listening to this just for my own benefit anymore. That's because I really want to help other people with this stuff. So look at where you lurk the things that you like, either openly or secretly, you know, it doesn't matter. Look at where you lurk. That might start giving you a practical answer to the question of what you want. So let's move on to number two. Number, the second step is to acknowledge or admit. I couldn't decide which, which term fit better. So we're just going to use both. There have been times lately when I haven't wanted to admit what I want, either because it would cause a ruckus in my life, it would shake things up, um, it might cause relationships to crumble, it might invite Insecurity in my financial life or my career, etc. Many reasons. So sometimes, especially when what we want doesn't make sense on paper or it isn't logical, we try and convince ourselves that we want something else than what we truly do. I've personally done this with relationships, with pharmacy as a career, with where I live, and so many other small, seemingly insignificant things too. There's a difference between counting one's blessings, being grateful for what we have, etc., etc., and still being able to admit what we want. Because we've been told that we have to be content where we are. So those of us who secretly want more, who think that there is a more beautiful life available to us, we can end up feeling guilty for that. And then we just stuff what we want, stuff it down, even if we do know what it is, because it won't be acceptable to others for us to want more from our lives. So even just being able to admit what we want to ourselves can be a huge step. And then that leads us to the next step, number three, which is to communicate. So once we've acknowledged or admitted what we want to ourselves, next, we often have to communicate to others and or God, the universe, whomever you believe in, what we want. We need to be clear. We need to be bold in asking We need to hold the belief that others or the universe want us to have what we desire. It's really hard to read someone's mind. I think we all know that. And it's hard to meet an expectation without having been asked. I mean, it happens sometimes. Sometimes people are just on the same wavelength and know what we need or what we want. But most often, it's not going to. And asking for what we want can be really hard. I have an example, though, here of when it actually wasn't hard. I realized one day, a couple weeks ago, that my future self works from the beach, which is my happy place, the beach of Lake Michigan, and that I could do that that day. So why not live into that? Why not do things as my future self does them when it's available to me? So by the time I made this realization, I only had like 40, 45 minutes to spend there by the time I got there. But it was gorgeous, and it was life-giving, and it was the perfect day. And I knew I'd spend more time driving there and back than I would actually burying my toes in the sand and writing. So that was mildly frustrating, but it was still worth it to go. And I decided I wanted to stay longer. That was what I wanted. So I texted my kid's dad. I asked if he could pick them up from school. And he said it was no problem. So I got to stay there and work and refresh my soul, basically, for a couple more hours simply because I had asked, even though I assumed the answer would be no. And it wasn't. Now that leads us to our fourth step, which is to accept. So we have to accept that we can ask for what we want, and we also have to accept that sometimes the answer will be no. I thought about this a ton lately after someone I follow on Instagram, uh, Kevin Garcia, made a post that said, I can always ask for what I want if I'm always okay with hearing no. So we can put ourselves out there vulnerably to the guy that we secretly really like and get turned down, or maybe even worse, led on or ghosted. We can ask for more money, and the boss looks at us like we have two heads. We can ask our co-parent for a night off, and they might be busy or unwilling to trade off. And we have to trust ourselves that we can hear no and still be okay. That sometimes we can sit in acceptance of that answer, and sometimes we can push to make it happen anyway to the extent that that's a possibility. So I'm not sure this is ever something we totally just learn and never struggle with in the future, But what I do know is that it can improve and improve quickly, just asking what we want. (laughs) I now basically get punched in the gut when something is very out of alignment for me. And it's getting harder and harder to ignore. And that's a good thing. It doesn't always feel good at the time, but that is a good thing. Because what I want matters. What you want matters. My opinion matters. Your opinion matters. It's okay for us to want. It's okay for me to share an opinion. In fact, it's essential to my contribution to the world and to helping people heal. And it's essential to yours too. So for today's mom hole challenge, I want you to do something just because you want to. It can take as little as five seconds if you like. Do you want to eat some chocolate? Do you want to get some sunshine, provided that it exists where you are right now? Do you want to do a silly dance while you're putting dishes away? Do you want to give someone a hug? Do you want to lay down on your bed for five minutes or hopefully more if you have the opportunity? What do you want to do that's a small thing that is accessible to you? Building the trust in yourself to be able to ask for and get what you want is a process. And starting super, super small can be super, super helpful. Just one tiny thing. Start there. If you need more personalized ideas, hit me up on Instagram. We'll brainstorm. If you're like, I have no idea where to even start with this. It's all just, it's too much of a leap. This is what we do in life coaching. I can help you figure out where to start, no matter how much your brain wants to argue that knowing and having what you want is impossible, because it will. You're too busy. You don't deserve it. That's a load of crap um, to avoid an explicit rating on this podcast. And you know what? It kills me that moms are still believing that. They're still believing that they can't have what they need and what they want. So yes, to go against Journey's advice, please do stop believing. At least that stuff, and start believing that what you want matters and that when you pursue it, you will make your greatest impact in the world. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If this episode resonates with you, please share with your mom besties and connect with me on Instagram at Rogue Pharmacist and at momholepod or by email, lindsay, that's spelled with an A, at roguepharmacist.com. Don't forget to subscribe for more mom home usings, and please smash five stars in the reviews if you want to help more moms find this obscure podcast in our community. Until next time, keep crawling out, mama.